and welcome back to another episode of Endopod. If you're new here, hi, my name is Sepsi Xavier and I'm a third year medical student. Today we're going to be discussing the role of GLP-1 agonists in tackling obesity. Obesity effects are in 30% of the UK population and in 2016 it was found that 39% of the world is overweight or obese, so it is one of the greatest public health concerns today. There is a strong link between obesity and type 2 diabetes. Obesity is the greatest risk factor for developing type 2 diabetes and around 90% of those with type 2 diabetes are obese. Obesity is characterised by a BMI measurement of 30 or greater. Having excess fat deposition, especially around your tummy or abdomen, brings about excess inflammation in the body, resulting in the release of inflammatory markers that result in the body becoming less sensitive to insulin. Insulin resistance is a key feature of type 2 diabetes, meaning that blood sugars remain high. GLP-1 analogues are a class of drugs that are normally prescribed for those with type 2 diabetes who have not been able to establish effective control with oral medications. These medicines are administered via injections. GLP-1 is a naturally occurring hormone that we produce from the gut after eating. So GLP-1 analogues work by mimicking this GLP-1 and the natural process that would occur in the healthy individuals. These drugs stimulate insulin secretion by the pancreas. This helps decrease blood sugar levels. They inhibit the release of glucagon, which is a hormone responsible for increasing sugar levels, and it also delays gastric emptying. This means your stomach stays full for longer, so you're less likely to eat excessive amounts of food which contributes to obesity and diabetes. GLP-1 analogues have been shown to reduce fasting blood sugar levels and after eating a meal too. They have been also shown to reduce HbA1c, which is a measurement of how well someone's diabetes is controlled. Higher HbA1c means poorer control and higher blood sugar levels. GLP-1 analogues also decrease insulin requirements as they have also been shown to cause weight loss for patients. Despite the many advantages that GLP-1 analogues can provide, there are some limitations to their use that are important to consider. GLP-1 analogues cannot be used in individuals who have kidney damage or in individuals who have a history or severe risk of pancreatitis. Another limitation to the use of GLP-1 analogues is the cost of treatment to the NHS. It is estimated that the cost of a 30 supply of GLP-1 analogues is around £80, but when compared to a 30 supply of metformin at £1.33, this represents a significant cost to the NHS. To summarise, GLP-1 analogues are a group of medications that can be used in the management of type 2 diabetes. There are several benefits of using these for patients with obesity, however there are situations in which they cannot be used. GLP analogues are not used in the early stages of managing type 2 diabetes, but when glycemic control is not being controlled effectively on oral medications. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and thank you for listening in. Keep a lookout for next week's episode and another interesting topic. Please follow us on our... Oh, 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 oh.
hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and thank you for listening in. Keep a lookout for next week's episode and another interesting topic. Please follow us on all our social media and like and share this podcast. As always, we're very grateful for the support we're receiving. Before I go, I want to say a big thank you to Joanne Martin, one of our revision workshop facilitators who was involved in the making of this episode. Stay safe and happy. This is Hepsi Xavier, signing off. Disclaimer. Aberdeen University Endocrinology Society is a student-led organisation and the content provided through Endopod is solely for informative purposes. This does not replace advice of a doctor or any other healthcare professional. The medical students involved in the making of this episode are in the third and fifth year of their medical studies. All the information provided in this episode was researched on appropriate sources. For references, please see the episode description. Thank you.